Welcome to another edition of Hawk Off the Press after the final score. I'm John Steppe, joined by Mike Haas from Ohio Stadium, from the visiting coaches room we're in this week. And Iowa lost big, 54-10. I think everyone was expecting Iowa to lose this game. But the way that they lost this really doesn't give you much confidence in the offense. <laughs> well... How much did you have coming in? That's a good point. It's a low bar already. Yeah, I mean, it's, look, I understand that you're playing Ohio State. They've, they've won every game by double digits. They've held every opponent under 21 points. Uh, it's going to be tough to move the ball on if you've got a decent team. But this, to me, was with two weeks to get better, since the Illinois game, which was a disaster, they I didn't see any sign of improvement, and another week is in the bank. And I think maybe the most concerning part about it is, okay, if you see not any improvement, but okay, there's reasons X, Y, and Z for thinking that it's going to be different looking ahead, that'd be one thing. But I asked Kirk why, I point out seven touchdowns through seven games, why hasn't the execution been there, why hasn't there been improvement? And he said that he can't give me an answer to that. And that just doesn't give you a sign of somebody who is seeing solutions to these problems. Yeah, well, at some point, when we're seven-twelfths of the way through the season, you have to tell yourself maybe there are no answers. Uh, maybe the quarterback play just isn't there. Maybe the offensive line play isn't there and it's, isn't going to be there. Maybe the running game isn't there. Maybe the offensive coordination from the offensive coordinator isn't there. I'm tired of it. I mean, I, just as a spectator. I mean, as a, as a journalist, as a columnist, I don't care. I mean, they go 12-0, and 0, they go 0-12. It's, you know, it's all material. Yeah. But, but as somebody who likes the aesthetic value of sports, who when I watch games at home on TV, I don't care if it's football, basketball, you name it, I watch to see performance and, and uh, execution and skills and coordination. And, and it's, it's not just that they're mediocre or just simply adequate. They're god-awful. Yeah. And... At some point, it, it, it stops going from punchline to just you get numb. And uh, I'm curious to see what goes from here. Ference talks a good game and that there's still five weeks left of opportunity to get better and et cetera, et cetera. But how much better are they going to get, you know? I mean, I look, I look at their last five games, and I see nothing but mediocrity on the other side. Yeah. Five Big Ten West teams. Iowa could win all five of those games, and I know I sound like a lunatic for saying that <laughs> right now, but they're five mediocre teams, and it's still not going to change the way I think most people look at this season, which is aesthetically, this has been brutal. Yeah, and you look at it, even if they improbably go 5-0, and then you're still looking at an Eden four season. Yeah, and improbably is a good word, John. I mean, because you can't live on that razor's edge no. with this kind of offense and expect to win, have any kind of winning streak. I mean, somebody's going to pop you, and probably more than one team. 
Uh, I, it just, to me now, I'm starting to think about the future. Where, where does it get better next year? I mean, yeah, the offensive line will have everybody back, and they've got to be better. But, yeah. Uh, but yet, if you're Keegan Johnson, who's been hurt, and obviously it's been a sad deal for the team this year, and he hasn't been able to give them anything. But if you're him, or if you're Arlen Bruce, and I'm not, I'm not, I, sh- I shouldn't name names because I don't want to put this on them. But it, let, let me say it this way: If I were Keegan Johnson or Arlen Bruce or Brody Brecht or you name it, a skill yeah. position player, I got to ask myself: Maybe did Charlie Jones have the right idea? Because you do this because you love it and you want to perform and you want to be the best you can possibly be. And right now, skill position players in the Iowa offense, I don't think have a chance. No, and you look at it, you have still at quarterback next year. Okay. You have Spencer could take his COVID year. I don't think anyone wants to see more of what we've seen the last two and a half years does Alex decide to stay and if he does stay how good is that going to be yeah I mean uh he's going to get his chance now I mean I don't they can talk all they want about we got to examine this tomorrow and in the days to come but Padilla is the quarterback now uh there's no turning back and so now we'll see if he gets some extended run, we'll see. Can he give them a different element? I saw a few things amid, you know, it got off to a terrible start for him today. But I saw a few things that were like, well, okay, I like that. Uh, I mean, he he can make plays on the run and so forth. But over 60 minutes now... Uh, a few weeks in a row. Let's see, because look, there have to be some reasons why they were so hesitant to, to, to pull the plug on Petrus. And are we going to find out what those were, or is it going to be what were they waiting for? This guy's got it. Yeah, and that'll be the big question because it really can't get any worse than what we saw from Spencer, frankly. When you look at it, those two interceptions were right to. Ohio State defenders, and it's too bad. Six turnovers. Yeah. Nobody's, that I, I mean, we're, we're recording this late afternoon, and I haven't taken the trouble, nor is anybody that I'm aware of, to find out the last time Iowa had six turnovers. But it has to be forever and a day. Uh, that's just, look, I, again, Ohio State, you knew they weren't going to come in here and beat these guys. You, you, you're, you were highly doubtful they were going to give them a game. But it's just be – look like a football team. The defense – and I, I use this word in my column for, for uh, tonight and tomorrow. I thought the defense played great. Uh, not good, great. And Ohio State had 54 points. That is how bizarre, how dysfunctional this offense is because there were Ohio State had three uh, field goal drives of a, that totaled 26 yards. 
uh, short field after short field, and Iowa stopped them and forced them to kick field goals. It was, I mean, what, okay, they're total yardage. Ohio State's total yardage was 360. They average over 200 yards more than that. Uh, 360 is a hell of a defensive day against this team. With, with, the, with the Heisman Trophy candidate quarterback and wide receivers that as a core are as good as anybody's anywhere. And, and, and they had to make great passes and throws in the second half to get a lot of their second half points. Yeah. And they were. They were just plays that you weren't going to stop. They were, so, uh, they were just that good. I don't know. If you're Iowa's defense and you're flying home, you you got to say to yourself, we can't do any more than that, you know? Um, we just have to take pride in what we did and leave it at that. But 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 they go. But but the world sees a fifty-four. Yeah. People who didn't see the game don't know, and they assume that well the defense got butchered. No, it did not. It did not at all. And that's a great point because so often it's easy to kind of just glance at scores from across college football, and if you see fifty-four to ten really does not do justice for how well this Iowa defense played. And the other thing, too, holding Ohio State to 2.2 yards per carry. Yes, and the running game. Iowa outrushed Ohio State. Can you believe that? I would have thought that you were crazy if yeah. you told me that I didn't beforehand. believe it until I looked at the stats after we got back up to the press box uh, after the game. I wouldn't – I mean, but – they, they didn't have any long rushes. I mean, they didn't break anything. No. Uh, it was a – that's phenomenal. Uh, this team averages 220 rushing yards. Uh, they got – what was that number again? 66. 66 and 2.2 a carry, like you said. What, what, what a feather in Iowa's cap, and yet it's nothing that they can gloat about. Yeah, because at the end of the day, it's a loss. It's a 54-10 to 10 loss. And I'm sure that's a long plane ride, long charter plane ride, so life isn't too bad, but a long charter plane ride back to Iowa City. Yeah, it's, um, it's, it's been quite a season, hasn't it? Yes, and still got five games to go. Yeah, five games to go. Well, time moves quickly, and this will all be over with soon enough. <laughs> <laughs> And that will be a wrap for this edition of Hawk Off the Press after a final score. I'll be back with another edition of Hawk Off the Press this week. Until then, we will talk Hawks later. Get a daily update from the Gazette with our daily news podcast. Add it to your podcast player or your Alexa-friendly device to get a bite-sized local news update each day. Check it out at thegazette.com slash podcasts.